0: Welcome to Terrible Today, the tiny version of horrible history. I'm Rachel Everett Lazon. And I'm Emily Barlene. Coming at you hot. Yeah, I mean, I'm very warm. <laughs> I, and speaking of hot, I'm going back to Georgia. Hey. Hey, yo. You're going back to Sacramento. Thank you. The place we just were where <laughs> we heard all of the horrible shit. All right. I'm going first, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Mother's Day. May be a little awkward for Larry McElroy next month. Obviously, this is from the past. <laughs> Sheriff's <laughs> deputies in Lee County, Georgia, said McElroy, fifty-four, accidentally shot his mother-in-law with a nine-millimeter pistol when he was trying to shoot an armadillo.
1: No, that is a big miss. And also, you said <laughs> pister, which made me laugh.
0: <laughs> pister, pistol. I'm not drunk. Sorry, pistol. Be armadillo. No. <laughs> the armadillo died from the shot, but the bullet ricocheted off the animal, hit a fence, and went into the back door of his mother-in-law's mobile, <laughs> and hit her a distance of about a hundred yards. Then it went through the recliner where the seventy-four-year-old woman was sitting and into her back.
1: That bullet was like, I will find this. It like really, really weaved its way into that. Wow.
0: It really did. That's a powerful bullet. <laughs> Seriously. Carol Johnson, 74, was taken to a nearby hospital and is expected to recover. Oh, thank God. Officials have not said whether McElwray faces any charges for the shooting.
1: Well, I don't think he actually was trying. Like, it's obvious he, he wasn't, wasn't trying, you know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Um, James Morgan, the Doherty County Extension Coordinator, told WALB-TV that shooting armadillos is recommended for residents that live in the county or a trap can be used to capture them. You're nodding like that's a regular thing. Is that a regular thing? It sounds right. I mean, I think armadillos are like. Vermin? Menaces. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I mean, so are raccoons, but you love them. You want, I do love raccoons. You don't want anybody to shoot a raccoon. I do if they have rabies. Yeah, that's fair. At first, I ask if they live in the city or county because shooting is an effective way to get rid of them. However, you have to be safe when you do that. Working <laughs> to the station. Well, and
1: it's not like he was like recklessly, and it's not like she was standing behind the armadillo and he was she like, was, like she was far away and in a house, like
0: in a recliner in her mobile home. Yeah. What the
1: hell? Yeah. My bedroom window of my new house, there's a small bullet hole on the outside of the window. And it's what? like, we're in the fucking suburbs. Like who is shooting? But I need to get it fixed. But I'm just like,
0: could it have been uh, hail? Are we sure it's a bullet? hole?
1: It's a bullet. hole For sure. I'll
0: show you when you're here. Oh, my God. I'm taking pictures by it. Like thumbs up.
1: So that's where I'm like, again, it's like Richard Chase. Worst case scenario, someone coming into your home and murdering you. But also, what if you're just sitting on your
0: couch and
1: all of a sudden a bullet gets you from some random dude?
0: I mean, if that's some Final Destination shit and that bullet is going to be like, fucking cracking me down. Heat seeking. It's just my time. Yeah. It's just it's a I mean, I am pretty hot. Hey, uh, heat seeking bullet. (laughs) All right. What you got?
1: Okay. Uh, All righty. Writers for The Hangover could have taken a cue or two from this scene as a Sacramento cop sat in his patrol car. A drunk man walked up and leaped onto the hood of the officer's vehicle, according to a police report obtained by the Sacramento Bee. But this was no ordinary drunk man. This was Jesse James Thomas, wearing a sombrero and a boxing glove. Just one. (laughs) The
0: sombrero,
1: though. I know. And he was here to make his name known, the police said. Thomas, 55, allegedly did just that. Jumped on the hood of the car and screamed his own name repeatedly from atop of the car.
0: Jesse James! Aye, 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 with, like, Baracus.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and before he fleed. Soon after, cops found him lying in the street nearby and Thomas was arrested on suspicion, a duh, of public drunkenness. What? <laughs> <laughs> he was drunk.
0: I don't understand.
1: I just picture him jumping up and being like, I'm Jesse James
0: Thomas. Blah, blah, blah. Bitch. Bitch. <laughs> I'm Rick James. Bitch. <laughs> and then he's like, chew this <laughs> his
1: uh-huh. one He's doing the like, pump fists with his one boxing glove. Umps, umps, umps. It ain't a pimp for cotton, <laughs> Nigel. I didn't I didn't know.
0: He's totally a cotton eyed Joe, bro. <laughs> totally <laughs> a Joe bro. Okay, Jabra. a Joe bro. A woman in Calhoun, Georgia, came home to a big surprise. Her home was looted and filled with water. The woman called deputies, and when they investigated the house, they allegedly found an even bigger surprise: a naked woman hiding in one of the closets. Oh no! <laughs> then. <laughs> Emily's like, right. Oh, no. You look genuinely concerned. I don't like that. I'm pretty sure this is from years ago. I know. We are talking so much with Richard Chase and just like weird naked people just in your home. Bodies. A naked bitch in your closet. We don't
1: want it. And you're in a closet. Just put some of the clothes on.
0: <laughs> like, literally. They're, you're full of clothes. Unless she was in a linen closet. But even then, wrap yourself in a towel. Hide yourself. The naked woman in question was Suzanne Hussain, 34, who lives about seven miles away and didn't know the homeowner, according to Sheriff Mitch Ralston of the Gordon County Sheriff's Office. Ms. Hussain was in fact nude and was acting abnormally, but taken into custody without further incident, Ralston posted on the Sheriff's Office website. An estimate of the destruction's cost has not been released, but Ralston described the house as, quote, extensively damaged. Investigators have not determined any motive. Hussain was taken to a local hospital to be evaluated. After her release, she was arrested and charged with burglary and criminal damage to property. Hussain was still in jail Tuesday afternoon awaiting a bond amount. She's also being held on probation violation for a prior charge of possession of methamphetamines. Oh shocker. Yeah, I was like, that's the motive. That's the motive. Wait, why was the house filled with water? Apparently she went to her house went to like a random house stole some shit flooded some shit took off all our clothes because like they're wet at that point hid in the closet <laughs> it's like
1: okay you're doing good in terms of burglary doing good doing good and then ah
0: oh, fuck i'm all wet
1: you leave you don't go into a closet
0: it's very <laughs> well i'm just thinking of like my small children who don't do meth don't do meth guys Yeah, like they'll spill two drops of something on their shirt and be like I need a new shirt and they'll just rip their clothes <laughs> off and like run flailing up <laughs> to their closets and be like new shirt then pick a goddamn new shirt I don't care like you're not you spilled two drops of jelly your shirt's probably still fine but they want a new shirt what the fuck ever I'm always so maybe it was like with that. food on my
1: shirt it's fine same
0: <laughs> Maybe she just, like, couldn't figure out what she wanted to wear. So, like, she goes to the closet and she's soaking wet. And she's like, none of these clothes fit me right now. I'm so fat. (laughs) Disgusting. And then she just, like, has a mental breakdown in this person's closet. And it's like, oh, fuck, this is not my house.
1: Don't do mess." Yeah, I think we solved it for sure.
0: (laughs) Yeah. yep. Okay. Boom. Solved it.
1: Boom. Solved it. Get ready for something nasty because it's Tarantula Love Fest 2013. Oh, no this weekend or next weekend is go this is 2013 don't worry okay <laughs> this weekend or next weekend is going to be the biggest spider movement of all Al Wolf director of the Sonoma County Reptile Rescue told CBS News Saturday all the males will be looking for the girls so it's gonna be an eight-legged love fest <laughs> oh. 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 Male tarantulas mostly live underground in burrows, but during mating season, their lust brings them up to the outside world in search for Mm -hmm. females who are waiting in their own burrows. If droves of randy tarantulas running amok isn't creepy enough, Mm -mm. their mating process is... Males carry their sperm on the outside of their bodies Mm-mm. and then weave a sperm web where they keep their sperm until they find a lady tarantula of their dreams. Huh? While the spider <laughs>
0: huh? come to my
1: home, see my web? It's full of sperms.
0: Oh, it's worse than Richard Chase. Okay, yeah. go.
1: <laughs> While the spiders may terrify humans, <laughs> it's the male tarantulas who are really getting the raw end of this deal – if a tarantula tryst happens when the female is hungry, she's apt to devour him, according to National Geographic.
0: Oh, my God. Ugh. Ugh.
1: There was one – so you know how cicadas, like, they come every 17 years or something. Like, they're on different yeah. – some are nine years, some are 17. There was a year in St. Louis where it was, like, the 17th year of these bad cicadas, and we had cicadas – so terribly you would walk outside our
0: listeners what cicadas are because they're they're regional they're not everywhere
1: oh okay so cicadas are like i guess like they're almost like flying cockroaches in my opinion Mm -hmm. it's a flying bug but sometimes they're little but these ones they burrow in the ground kind of like these tarantulas and they'll like be down there for 17 years and then they'll come back up they're like locusts Think of locust. Well, that's what it is. Yeah. Like kind of mm-hmm. like a grasshopper locust kind of a situation. But so I like mm-hmm. would – I walked out of my apartment. You'd walk out and there'd just be like a cloud – like clouds in the air yeah. of flying bugs. It's like the fucking plague. Yeah. And that year was like the worst summer because I remember one time one flew up my pant leg. Oh! <gasps> No, this is why you skinny jeans should be here to stay because you nothing flies up a pant leg of a skinny jean. Truth. One got in my car. I was getting in my car like running out, like trying to get away, no. and one like dove in, and I was like ah, like screaming. Ugh. So this is what I'm picturing is like that like swarm, but of tarantulas, like shooting their sperm oh my God. webs everywhere, and I'm just like no, uh, so,
0: nightmare. That's glad nightmare. I don't live in Sonoma County. <laughs> okay. No, oh okay. This is my last one. If you crash into a police car and the officer asks for your driver's license, here's a tip. Don't hand him a beer instead. <laughs> police in Dunwoody, Georgia say that's exactly what Damon Tobias Exum, 37, did after slamming into a patrol car shortly after 2 a.m. Saturday. The officer was not injured in the crash and managed to chase down and stop Exum's vehicle WSB-TV reports, when asked for his driver's license, Exum allegedly handed the officer a beer. Good lord. Dunwoodley Police Spokesman Sergeant Fidel Espinoza said the suspect was, quote, totally unaware that he had collided with the officer's patrol car. That's very drunk if you don't even realize. (laughs) What the fuck happened? Hey, bro. Why are you stopping me? (laughs) Bear me that ticket. Dunwoodley Police Officer Tim Feck may have been understanding Exxon's actions when he told the New York Daily News the driver was intoxicated and not making the best decisions. Surprise! Right. Exxon was arrested on eight misdemeanor charges, including DUI and reckless driving. It was Exxon's third DUI arrest. He's being held in the DeKalb County Jail on $3,270 bond.
1: Damn, third DUI. I feel like that's a three strikes you're out situation.
0: And it yeah, I'm like surprised a it was only like bus. three grand. Yeah. yeah. Need like a bigger bond for that guy. God. Don't drive anymore. Like if you're going <laughs> to drink and you want to be harmless at your house, okay. Cool. I mean, probably don't drink that much all the time. Not great for your liver. But like don't, don't drink and drive.
1: I love that it's like of anyone you can run into, it's a cop. And then you leave, and then the cop pulls you over, and then you give him a beer. It's like yeah, mistakes. Hey all the mistakes were made. You are Who? the epitome cheers? of cheers stupid criminal with a beer.
0: Drunk off your ass. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You all got right. one
1: more? This is my last one. We've all had kitchen disasters. When maybe grabbing the wrong ingredient made things go memorably wrong. The real trouble is when the right ingredient turned out to be, oh, so wrong. Oh, no. In October, police in Northern California said a high school student brought homemade sugar cookies to school to share with classmates. Oh, no. The problem? Weed cookies. Her special ingredient was her cremated grandfather's <gasps> ashes. No! <gasps> no! No! No, I thought you were
0: going to say weed. I thought you were going to say weed cookies. Cremated grandfather? No!
1: <laughs> I tricked you. You <laughs> tricked Everyone you assumes bitch. it's weed because it's California. Nope. Dead grandpa. No. Okay. A classmate told KCRA that he unknowingly took a bite of one of the sandy textured cookies oh my God. that he said contained human ashes. She mentioned her grandpa's ashes before, classmate Andy Knox said. Knox said the girl, who was not identified by authorities, offered him some ashes if he swapped desks with another student in their class.
0: What? I don't it know. was this girl, Wednesday Adams. Like, what yeah, the fuck? Yeah,
1: I know. I didn't believe her until she pulled out the urn, Knox said. She told me there's a special ingredient in the cookie. He said he became worried after tasting the cookie. I thought that she put drugs in it or something, he said. Knox said the girl left and said the cookie contained her grandfather's ashes. No. And I was really, I was, I was kind of horrified. He said he only took one bite.
0: That's too many <laughs> bites. It's like he
1: knew and he still was like, I'm, I'll try it. Like, I'll try anything once.
0: <laughs> you know, when you pretend and you're like, oh, <laughs> just yeah. like, Let it be, I do mm-hmm. that. Um, How old are these kids, does it say?
1: High school. So under 17, probably. But, oh. Oh God.
0: I'm thinking. I was thinking like eight. <laughs> Just white green hair.
1: No, <laughs> no. it's <was> like mm. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, he said, "If you ever ate sand as a kid, you know you can kind of feel it crunching in between your teeth. It was a teeny bit like that." <laughs> Davis Police Lieutenant Paul Doroshov said the student and a friend baked the cookies and shared them with at least nine classmates at their public charter high school near Sacramento. Investigators said other students knew of the ashes before eating some of the cookies. Doroshev said he and investigators are at a loss to identify a motive. They are juveniles and it's not a heinous or serious crime, he said.
0: I mean, it's heinous. It's heinous. It's heinous.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There was no public health risk either, he said. I really don't think it fits into any crime section, Doroshev said. He said investigators looked at an obscure law making it illegal to mishandle human remains, but said this isn't what that law was intended to stop. That's comforting. <laughs> that's, not be- that's not the best. That's not I- the best. I'm like, okay. First of all, at first I thought she accidentally did it, which yeah. is awful. That's
0: how it made it sound.
1: Then you realize she did it on purpose. Bitch it on purpose. Like then you think, oh, these poor students. She's being crazy and making them eat ashes and they don't know. And then you realize, no, they all knew. She told them and they all ate it anyways. They're like, I'd love to know what a human body
0: tastes like. (laughs) No, kids. It tastes like sand. Why eating sand? Like, (laughs) I have so many follow up questions. I think we've all, you know, we've all been at the beach on a windy day and a little bit hits in your teeth. I get that feeling. But he made it sound like he ate a
1: handful of it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It was like that. Like, yeah, okay, but there's not usually a person in it. No. Yeah.
1: Also, you realize those aren't small rocks, right? The pebbles, you're, that's bone fragment, dude. Like, that's your grandpa's toenails, hun. Like, come
0: on. So I'm never eating cookies ever again. So diet complete. Thank you, Emily. Yay.
1: You're welcome.
0: Anyhow. <laughs> Make sure you tune in on Thursday for our next full episode of Horrible History. Bye! Bye!